You're listening to A Voice from Australia by Mark Buckley. The title of the episode is Inequality Leads to Starving Our Children. Australia has a checkered past when it comes to looking after our most vulnerable. The history of our treatment of the first Australians is dark, shameful and bloody. But in what could be an exercise in black humour, we now have a non-discriminatory policy towards all who are poor. This means that we have government policies which, either consciously or not, treat those who are of Aboriginal descent or the aged, those who are disabled, those who are addicted, those who suffer from mental illness, anyone homeless, and those who are either unemployed or underemployed, we treat them as second-class citizens. Now, that is equal opportunity discrimination. Consider the millions of Australians who fall into any of these categories. The most recent example has been the vaccine rollout. Who missed out from the beginning? All of the above. Aboriginal people are still lagging in the area of vaccine coverage, even after being identified as especially vulnerable. Catching up now, but an afterthought. The disabled, forgotten until now. We are close to 90% of first doses in this country, and yet this government has not bothered to include regional and remote communities. I live in a regional town, only 70 k's from Melbourne, and last Wednesday on October the 13th, we had our first visit from a vaccine bus. The first visit, mind you. I don't have the figures on car ownership where I live, but plenty of people do not own a car and many did not because they could not travel the 12 kilometres to Kilmore for their first shots. Many of our older residents were hesitant to get the jab because the communicator in chief, also known as Mr Morrison, an alleged sales and marketing guru, stuffed up the rollout by not buying enough supplies and by then bad-mouthing the product he was supposedly trying to sell to the public. No wonder he kept getting the sack from his previous jobs. We will never know how many deaths were caused by his and his government's sheer incompetence, but we all know they got their shots first. We know that the recent lockdowns were caused by this government's inaction on vaccines because now that we have mostly caught up, state governments feel they can open up again. That's a classic case of cause and effect, which can be an, eleg an elegant equation. Let us move on then to hunger. As part of the Morrison government's response to the economic effects of COVID-19, we saw them respond reluctantly and late by providing economic support to those who needed help. They even doubled the unemployment benefit. This action saw millions of Australians able to pay their bills, able to find accommodation, even able to feed their children and themselves. Their additional spending helped to power the temporary economic revival. The majority of our economists applauded the targeted assistance. Of course, they were unaware at the time that the poor were not the only recipients of government largesse. Billions of dollars was also flowing 
to hundreds of ineligible companies, which opportunistically and cynically paid executive bonuses and even dividends to shareholders with their ill-gotten gains. But then, as expected, the Morrison government's bastardry and adolescent hubris kicked in. They sent the poor back to where they belong, poverty-stricken and abandoned. They sent Australian children into a situation where, and I'm quoting, an estimated 1.2 million children in Australia went hungry in the past year, while one in six adults also faced severe food insecurity, a new report says. That report is Food Bank's annual hunger report, released on Wednesday as part of Anti-Poverty Week, suggests the number of people going hungry in Australia has increased since the coronavirus welfare supplement and JobKeeper payments were withdrawn. This report was cited by Luke Henriques Gomez in The Guardian Australia. There are many solutions to reigning in spending, especially if the government you elected is stupid and venal as this one is. But causing our children to starve is unforgivable. This result is a direct consequence of neoliberal thinking. Someone tell me where markets will fix food insecurity when we export over half of what we grow. This government needs to be replaced at the ballot box as soon as possible. You can see how conflicted and useless they are. They cannot even agree on mitigating climate change in the area of providing adequate nutrition for our future, also known as our children, you would think they were at least able to see the harm they are doing. Starving children is very un-Australian. They should be ashamed of themselves. So vote these idiots out first chance you get. They're dangerous to us all. Thank you for listening.